Hello, Scam Fam. This is Steve Commissar, aka Brett Champion, the Don of Khan, welcoming you to another exciting episode of Scam Junkie. I'm so excited. This is going to be a really, really great episode. And it's all because of you guys. If you're not liking the stuff, commenting, subscribing, whatever it is you're doing, then I wouldn't be becoming as popular as I am right now, which is kind of amazing because a month ago, I didn't even know what a podcast was. I mean, I've heard of it, but I didn't know what an actual podcast was. And here I am now, six episodes later, just cranking them out with very, very positive reviews. Remember that Scam Junkie is for educational and entertainment purposes only. None of these techniques are to be used for committing crimes, because if you do, I assure you, you will be caught and you will be sent to prison, and you will never be able to get out of it. No matter how good your attorney is, no matter if you have no record, you are going away, my friend. Use these techniques only to make money legally, to influence people legally. And to have a great time doing it because you're becoming more knowledgeable and smarter with each single episode that you listen to. So anyway, let's talk about psychics and secrets to mind control. In life, it's all mind over matter. If you really believe something strong enough, you could probably pull it off. There were so many successful books written about that. Mind over matter. But the first thing you have to learn about mind control to where you can put money in your pocket and influence people is, now listen closely, you cannot control anybody's mind. There's no such thing as mind reading. There's no such thing as mind control. It's all completely fake. There's no such thing as a real psychic. It's all completely fake. I mean, how many psychic lottery winners do we see, right? None. So what you're going to do is create the illusion that you are reading minds, that you can predict the future, that you're just a really, really special gifted person at birth with this very, very rare gift. But believe me, I don't care what you're thinking right now, it's not going to happen. You're never going to find someone that can predict the future, that can tell you which horse is going to win the race, which number the lucky lottery spinning wheel is going to land on. You're not going to do it. It's just... Uh, at random it might happen, by luck it might happen, but you are not going to do that. What you're going to do is you're going to convince the person on the other end that you are legitimately reading their mind, that you're legitimately predicting their future to where they believe it. And how you do that is based on little things you pull out of them. Obviously, if they sit there and don't say anything while you're doing the reading, you're probably not going to get any information other than what you can pick up by how they're dressed, by their body language, by what they're looking at, touching. It's, it's very, very, very hard to do. There was a guy, he just died a few years ago, an amazing gentleman. His name was James Randy. They called him the Amazing Randy. He's got his own Wikipedia page if you ever want to read it. He pulled out a little wrinkled up, wet little piece of paper out of his pocket one day, and everyone said, hey, what's that? He said, this is a check. It's left blank, but it's made out for $1 million to anyone 
that can prove to me that they are a real psychic or they are a real mind reader. And if you can prove that with just three questions that he's going to ask, then you get the million dollars. Well, that check's been sitting in his pocket for, at the time he wrote the check, I guess, for 25 years. The check's been sitting there. No one's ever even, I mean, they've tried, but they didn't even come close. And what it was was humiliating for the person that thought they actually had the balls that they were going to go on national television and prove something that cannot be proven. And he knows that, and I know that, and now you know that. So now that we know all this stuff, what do we do to get the victim, or since this is all legal now, the prospect, the the person who's going to buy something from you, what do we do to get them to believe that these techniques are real, that you're actually reading their mind, or that you're a real psychic? It's all the same thing. It's all based on the same premise. Well, here's how it works. You're like a psychologist or a psychiatrist. You're looking at a person and you're sizing them up, first of all. And there's very little information you could pull out of them by doing this. Uh, You can tell what they're wearing. You can get an idea of different things about them, their education level, their how they keep themselves, if they haven't shaved for three days, or you know, if a woman walks in and she smells like the men's locker room at the Coliseum. I mean, little things you can find out and you can add stuff to it. Also, generalizations. Telling someone that, oh, you have the desire to become more successful, or something like, oh, it's hard for you to understand the cruelties and injustices of life. And these things apply to everybody, so it's no big deal. Back in the day, they would have these TV shows that were dedicated 60 minutes to a guy that would come out and he'd say, I'm going to talk to the dead now. And he'd pull someone out of the audience and he'd say, oh, your uncle, was that Charlie? Yeah, yeah, I, I hear him right now. Did he play the guitar? Yeah. And you're wondering, how did this guy know all of this shit? Because there are no psychics. Well, what happens is these TV guys, what they would do is they would get a little report done on everyone in the studio audience. They'd know where these people were going to sit. And let's just say the first two rows were people dedicated to the psychic or the person who talks to the dead who's going to come out. And he's only going to pick someone in the first two rows. So you know that you've got to narrow down to like 20 people. And those people were all going to be interviewed the day before, but not by the TV show, just by someone bumping into them. If it's a guy, a beautiful girl will bump into them and go, oh, nice shirt. Uh, uh, what do you do for a living? Where are you, where are you live? And just get some information on him. So once he tells this woman, oh, I live in um, Santa Monica by the beach and I'm a registered nurse and I just got divorced. Well, isn't that going to be interesting the next day when the psychic or the person who talks to the dead says, um, you, come up here. Did you have an uncle named Charlie? And did he just recently die? Oh my God, I know it. He's coming through really, really strong right now. This is for television. If this was just someone that walked into your little storefront or whatever, you know, in these seedy neighborhoods, you see these little storefronts with a neon sign in the window. The sign's probably worth more than the whole building. And it says, you know, psychic readings free, no charge, powerful, spiritual goddess will tell you your future, and you go in, and you sit down, and you, you know, they 
give you the reading. If it's in person, they can do stuff that you can't do on television. Like what they can do is tell you, basically, um, your relative is has an important message for you, and there's money waiting for you, and oh, I'm losing the connection here. Oh, I, I need to get these special candles. I need to get these really expensive candles. They cost $500 each, and I need five of them, so I need $2,500 for the candles. And once you give me that, I'm not going to charge you anything extra. That's what it costs me. And once you give me that, then we'll complete the reading and find out where these treasures are buried that you can go locate, because this is the best reading I've ever had. And I can't believe how strong your relative is coming through. And you get it, right? Same thing. What you're doing is anyone that walks into the psychic reading place is lonely. Remember I told you the three things you got to watch out for so you don't fall victim to scams and one of them is loneliness and one of them is to be a part of something big and one of them is greed. Well, I wouldn't call this greed and I wouldn't call this to be a part of something big. But what I would call it is you've got to be damn lonely to walk into a psychic reading place off the street and waste your money and your time to get that psychic reading especially knowing what I just told you right now. There are no psychics. It's been proven throughout the course of history by guys who dedicated their career to it, like James Randi, the amazing Randi. And that's about it. If you can't see it, if you can't hear it, it's probably not there. So I'm even telling you that. There are no real psychics. There are no real clairvoyants. There never was. There never will be. And if James Randi was still alive... That check for a million dollars would still be in his pocket waiting for someone to collect it because those questions he's going to ask you to test if you're a real psychic or not are only something that someone would be able to answer if they were a psychic. Get it? Good. So I was on a TV talk show one day, and usually when you go on a talk show, there's other guests on the show, and after the guests gets done with his six or eight minutes then he sits down and you sit in the chair next to him and then it's your turn and the next person comes like they used to do on the old Johnny Carson show remember that so by the end of the show you had all the guests sitting out there so what happened is I was in the green room that's where they you hang out backstage and drink espressos and eat little finger sandwiches and wait to go on to be interviewed on the talk show there's a live audience there and it's fun. It's the most fun I ever had. I love it. So I met this guy there. And I was, of course, talking about fraud prevention. And this guy was a psychic debunker. His name is Ian Rowland. He's from England. And he's a very distinguished-looking guy in his, I'd say, he's in his early 50s, silver hair, very expensive suit. And by his side, a beautiful, beautiful blonde with like a double Z, double D, whatever. She had the hugest breasts I've ever seen on a woman before. And she was like a foot in front of me and she had to stand like three feet away from me. Otherwise I'd get knocked over by those things. I think she rented rented them out as a wrecking ball or something. But basically, very smart of him because what he does is the psychic readings, the clairvoyant readings, which I'll tell you about in a second why you better not ever fall for it by giving these people your money. But what happens is he does this thing where he looks at you 
while you're looking at her. And he can get answers to many, many questions just by watching how you observe this hot-looking woman standing in front of you. 